Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Good morning. Welcome along to Tip Today, 1800 938 007. That's our free phone number. It won't cost you anything to make a call. Emma is looking after the programme this morning. Coming up on the show, Johnny Luby is with me live in studio and we'll chat in just a little while. We've been attempting uh, to speak to Father Sean Sheehy and we were to do so and uh, we're hoping that we will at some point or other during the show uh, this morning. The people of Templemore will host a protest to reopen the Garda College swimming pool. The impact of the avian flu on our wild birds. Bounty remains the Irish celebrations tubs um, in the Irish celebrations uh, tubs by the way and that's despite the removal from the UK this was big news all over the country yesterday I know there's war and there's all sorts of things going on but people were very concerned about the removal of the little bounty bar from the tub uh, there you go we'll chat about that later on as well our, our, our Friday panel of course will unpack the big topics of the week so all of that and much much more on the way the Irish Times headline today Ireland in EU push to keep top Eurozone finance a role and uh, it's an interesting one because uh, seemingly Ireland is exploring whether other European Union states uh, would allow Ministers Pascal Gunnarhu and Michael McGrath both to attend meetings of the Eurogroup, the club of Eurozone finance ministers in an effort to solve one of the major issues affecting the December cabinet reshuffle. Important stuff, I can tell you. The Irish Daily Mail. Thursday is the new Friday, they're telling us. Thursday has become the new Friday with customers shifting their socialising due to remote working and the rising cost of living. That's according to a new report. The Irish Examiner. Uh, telling us that 24-hour waits to be seen in A&E as the norm. The HSE's chief clinical officer has admitted that patients can expect to be stuck in trolleys for 24 hours in the country's hospital emergency departments this winter, so nothing different there. The Irish Independent, Revolut, setting its sights on mortgage market. Revolut is targeting the mortgage market, uh, the company's uh, CEO has revealed, and also Gardaí should have the power to caution rather than prosecute people with severe addictions to drugs such as ecstasy or cocaine. The minister responsible for drugs strategy has said. So that's a look at what's making headlines in your newspapers today. You can text and WhatsApp 083 311 You can email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Johnny Luby is among us. Johnny, how are you? Fine. How's it going, lad? It's going very well, Johnny. Fresh and well you're looking this morning, ah. considering you were aboard the ship last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the most appropriate name for a pub to ship, isn't it? Uh, considering all the rain we were getting. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. that I was coming back from that, uh, one of my favourite tracks, friend. If you ask me in the morning, where would I go to? I love Chelsea them and of course and all that thing but uh, I'll uh, give me Tullus any Tuesday it's absolutely Is fantastic it? I think friendly it's the place because yeah. uh, you meet all the old timers there you know I'm 68 myself and I swear to God I was probably the youngest there yesterday <laughs> now there was a lot of kids there because uh, they were off this week from school course, and they were yeah. with grandparents and the whole lot but I took a break from my eight I didn't bring any of them in because <laughs> they're tough going they like the Tipperary Fox you needed sounds. the break didn't but you? Uh, yeah friend Tullus to me is uh, you know I love looking over at the Divil 
Bruce Beat and all the places that remind me of Tipperary and uh, that and uh, to see the wonderful horses going up like them Tullus is the all weather of National Hunt Racing by that I mean they seem to be able to cope with all the weather that the man above throws at them whereas other tracks out there uh, they don't uh, 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 the water doesn't gets into the ground it doesn't Mm. really get into Tullus you know but it's a fantastic uh, set up there I just love that I love it, you That's know. That's great. Was it a good turnout? There was a great turnout there yeah. yesterday, you know, absolutely uh, top class, you know, and uh, I suppose all the big stables were represented there with Mullins and Gigginstown and all of those, but really it's only the start of the national hunt scene, you know, and uh, as we're talking about national hunt this weekend, is probably the big one in Ireland insofar as that you have Down Ryle up there. They hold a big festival of two-day racing prize money is huge and of course next weekend then you're on to the uh, November meeting in Cheltenham which mm. is possibly if anybody was going to Cheltenham and they asked me which, where when should they go should they go to the November meeting or the March meeting I'd say certainly the November meeting because it's really a family meeting you know but Cheltenham have gone huge price uh, hikes as well. I mean, when you think of a pint of Guinness, £7.50 sterling and it's in a glass, it's in, it's in a, a plastic, 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 a plastic thing. Oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. you know, so like the prices have gone huge there as well, so I'm taking a break from it uh, uh, this year. Uh, we'll say this November, mm. it's the first time I've missed in 20 odd years, but uh, I'll sit too back much. And, yeah, sit, sit back and watch it on the, the, the telly. You yeah, know. Why not indeed. Did you predict the Kilderwan McDonough victory? Did you? Well, I, I, I did too years ago, friend. I was two years ahead, <laughs> ahead of the winning. <laughs> I was big into Kilroan McDonald's, you know. Yeah. But uh, I genuinely thought that they were there or thereabouts. And look, commiserations to uh, Kildang and they put yeah. up a marvellous battle. But... <laughs> Lots of things, I suppose, uh, Kim Kilwan McDonough's way, you know. They were, that night, that night of the tragic uh, tragedy of poor Dylan Quirk, the Lord of mercy you. upon him. Like, it really gelled the two clubs together, Clonality and uh, 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 Kilwan McDonough's. I mean, they came down for the month's mind. They proved that they were not alone were they a hurling team. They were a real family organised parish up there, yeah. the Kilwan, and they'd done everything with, uh, uh, as such, Dylan, the Lord of mercy upon him, uh, in mind. You know, it seemed to have gelled them together. And even the other day when they won the county final again, you see a fort on the paper, the red helmet uh, in the air, and that I, I, you know. I thought that was like, heartbreaking. That, it was know. heartbreaking, you know. But Dan and Hazel were at the match yeah. last Sunday. You were know, they? they were, yeah. yeah. And uh, the chairman of Kill of Clonolty uh, Ross Moore, Andrew Friday, like, and they were Joe Hayes. They, they were there, you know, at the county final. Uh, it wasn't that they were cheering for Kilwan McDonald's against Kildangan. Mm. It was just that they wanted to be part of the uh, uh, support. Of course, uh, I would yeah. say more than anything else for, for a, a Kilwan with the way that they had supported Clonolty Ross Moore in their, in their uh, hour of need you know yeah. but uh, look to, uh, if, as a girls hurling it may not have been top class uh, uh, hurling but they Play, the teams gave their all in the pursuit of the Dan Breen and uh, it rests now above in, in, in uh, Kilwan McDonald's the magpies are the black and whites uh, uh, and that look was great for them, friend. You know, and mm. the hard look about it is as such. Look, they won a county final. They'll take each game as it comes. They're out this weekend against Ballygunner, the All Ireland champions. Yeah. They have to travel down to Waterford. But look, 
they'll be happy to have won the county final and they won't let down Tipperary I can tell you that they're a tough hardy bunch of boys as well and well, certainly Liam, passionate club anyway oh yeah Liam Clare hope he would get a few players off the team you know <coughs> yeah. uh, and that and I suppose when you look at the role of honour in Tipperary you have uh, heartiest congratulations to Laura Dora and uh, Ken Hogan and all his charges on winning the uh, county intermediate to Ross Gray on run, winning the Premier to uh, Upper Church Drumbane on winning the county junior A but it's Grange Moakley that go forward into the Munster because Upper Church Drumbane are considered the senior club as well as uh, ah, being in a junior right. competition so it's Grange Mokla Belly Neal that go forward and the best of luck to them and of course then you have uh, Salahid from West Tipperary where we fired the first shot for Irish freedom <laughs> don't <laughs> mention the war <laughs> and uh, that so uh, yeah that that, uh, that famous pub as I often said on Tip FM the hideout the you know is. I mean where this is, some pub I think uh, yeah, years ago there was a Mrs Mulholland or something and she put down well I'll have to, I'll have to tone it down a small bit she said no man ever left here hungry toasty or with a sexual appetite <laughs> <laughs> so I love I love the hideout you know uh, and that the wonderful people in Salad like I mean it's magnificent for them to be in a county junior A final right they're taking on the Reds Row Grady team in the Southfields which is their four team admittedly but I suppose the Southfields would be favourites but uh, look for Salahid, it's brilliant. You know, they were a dead young crow and a top class teams back in the 50s and 60s and that. And like ourselves in Golden, they were, uh, we used to meet them fairly often in the intermediate. Uh, we just held our own and they probably went back to junior A and came back up again. They're a wonderful club, uh, the green and red of Salad. And they have a magnificent facility over there as brilliant. well. You know, Absolutely top, brilliant. You know, it's top, yeah. Like well, yeah. Uh, that's all. Uh, the best of luck to them, I think. The, uh, I'd be giving them a huge chance of beating oh, right. the South. Well, what about rugby? then Johnny what have we yeah Fran it's a huge there? weekend for rugby yeah. tonight on television of course we have uh, Ireland against the All Blacks as such in the A team and uh, there'll be a huge crowd uh, there and of course great interest on the television but tomorrow then evening then is the big one Ireland against uh, South Africa and uh I suppose this time next year you'll be talking about a World Cup so you'd wonder like we'll say whilst he's going to be winning now and uh, putting up a performance and things like that then you're into the Six Nations then in February and March along and it's hard to keep the show on the road with injuries and the whole lot and then you have the uh, Heineken Cup with Munster, Leinster, Connacht and Ulster and players are certainly uh, a certainty to pick up injuries and that but I suppose we certainly have to mind uh, Johnny Sexton whilst he's 36 or 7 years of age uh, uh, an out half controls uh, an awful lot of the play because if the forwards are good he'll keep the ball in front of them whereas if the forwards are getting bet- the ball that he would get back he'll retain it in the back you know he's a wonderful player he's, t- he's taken huge knocks oh, and that. God, yeah. but uh, Conor Murray is on tonight uh, for his uh, 100 cap and uh, that's so look it's all systems go it's on television uh, I thought they might have played it in Croke Park because of uh, Croke Park maybe holding 82 or 85,000 people whereas uh, there won't be a match in Croke Park for maybe I until next February or March and uh, this is only the first week in November I thought they might have played it in Croke Park mm. and that, but they have it in the Aviva which holds 50,000 people and there's nothing we can do about it and of course next weekend the big one friend is in Cork uh, where uh, the uh, Munster are playing the uh, uh, South Africans mm. again in uh, Parky Keeve to GA Field well, did we ever think that we'd get it in there with not. Frank Murphy and all of that but yeah. money uh, is the root cause of everything <laughs> and uh, they have a huge 
huge well, they have a big build down yeah, they have there, huge bills, so yeah. they have to get the crowd in. And when you have 50,000 people uh, uh, in in Parky Keefe at maybe a uh, uh, hundred euro time, and then you have television rights and you have uh, advertising and you have everything else that goes with it, and of course, uh, Munster would be hoping that they'd put up a huge show. They'd want to be putting up a better show than what they're doing at the moment because it's disappointing with the way they're playing, you know. Mm. But uh, nevertheless, Parky Keefe next Thursday. I'll be speaking to uh, Con Hogan a little later on from Simple. Uh, we had a few complaints during the week about access, particularly for older people having to go up those steps there. And, you know, we're talking about the cost of it as well, of course, in this day and age and stuff. Um, any any thoughts on any of that? Yeah, I don't find it too costly, friend. I know yeah. a couple of the lads. <laughs> Can I say that? No. Well, yeah. you've said it, though. <laughs> I said it, that's it. No, I, I love going to the GA yeah. games. You know, there's great crack in them uh, attached to them and that. And uh, I always think of the county junior B final was it last year there when it was played above in Newport and uh, we came across there at the butt of uh, the hills there by McCormick's in uh, up in uh, Hollyford and uh, Rear Cross and the Rising Sun and uh, onto Ryan Rules and uh, and the Congo Bay oh, mother of God above tonight I'll tell you one thing only just that I had my wits about me the driver hadn't a clue where he was going <laughs> but uh, look they were great days and that I, I, I loved the, the GA scene and all crack at him you know Right. Somebody said, tell you, it's Bill Fogarty's from Vincent O'Brien's um, Rose Green grandchild playing on the all our, uh, on the Ireland as That's tonight. Right, yeah, is, tonight. That, is that right? His name is uh, James, is uh, it? Well, I'll tell you now, his name is uh, what's down there? Is it James? Jamie or James Jamie, Osborne Jamie Osborne that's yeah, right yeah. He's, yeah. son uh, of Paddy Osborne there. the horse yeah, so trainer that's right yeah. and uh, he'd be a grandson of Bill Fogg he's a grand nephew of I think Billy's yeah. uh, in the ship uh, and that uh, so it is wonderful uh, to have local connections as such whilst he's playing Isn't with Leinster yeah. we'd still claim the, the breeding <laughs> started in Tipperary of course you know. tell Johnny uh, not to forget his beloved uh, Drum and Inch in the Camogie Monster semi-final oh yeah Frank it's well. important that we'd mention the Drum and Inch girls because uh, they have been wonderful um, um, is it ambassadoresses oh, no ambassadors ambassadors oh. it's like there's not actress anymore it's, uh, they're all actors oh for God's sake stop so not, now you're See. going to tell me they're not women they're men <laughs> no, don't, don't even go you're not going more. there no but uh, <laughs> yeah look it is marvellous uh, uh, for young Osborne and indeed uh, uh, all the young fellas that Craig uh, Casey is the scrum half tonight uh, and that's a huge occasion for him he's from Munster we'd love to see him doing well uh, because uh, uh, you'd need somebody to take over from Colin Murray in the next year or so Mm. be there or there about so it is wonderful for them as well I right, suppose yeah. on the local rugby front uh, Cashel trying away their big game last weekend they were leading handy and the next thing is they were beaten by a pint uh, they, in my book trying it away uh, Clanmel got a bit of a trimming against uh, some crowd from Dublin and uh, of course Nina got a bonus pint uh, so it was well done to them and uh, Kilfeekle of course won the first round of their All-Ireland competition that they won't uh, two years ago when they beat I think the sea point above in Dublin uh, they were leading 29 nil at one stage but they came out then winning 29-21 so they're into a uh, quarter final of the All-Ireland at home on the hill maybe against Dennis Gillen mm. so uh, hopefully things will they, they, they look to be back on track again so it is uh, and of course then you have Clem Willem and Gelbelly and all feathered outside are going well in, the, in their division in the rugby you know and Tullus are absolutely flying it over there and that's so oh, there's uh, lots happening 
Kerry Kerry sure, of course. We better mention the all the God, clubs. Better, say we have something against them all. And Newport, I'll stop the lights. <laughs> we've been going forever. And, ever. and, and uh, for God's sake, say something nice about Mullen the Home because oh, they're onto us straight away. Oh, God above tonight. They'll be on again. Is Johnny yeah. going to Mallow to see the Mullen the Home ladies this Sunday? He hasn't forgotten again, I hope, it says <laughs> you. A big game. I love that. Yeah. We always get this. That's right, yeah. We, oh, you'll get it in Mullen the Home. <laughs> but, uh, Fran, I suppose uh, it is amazing the way ye- the years go by. You know, we'll say uh, 30 years ago this weekend uh, we buried one of the all-time greats in Tipperary Dick Ryan he was a well-known greyhound trainer from Goals Cross indeed Jerry McCarthy did say about him when Dick died he says I have a hunch deep down he said that in spite of all he won he himself would have considered his greatest claim to fame to have put a little place called Goals Cross firmly on the map uh-huh. and Dick was one of those great characters right. he won the Waterloo Cup three times and everything else but I suppose his wife the Lord Melsner she told me a story there that when President de Gaulle died in uh, f- France. Mm. De Valera, of course, went to the funeral. Yeah. And uh, but the president of uh, Boris Lee Rugby Club was after dying. Our uh, coursing club was after dying the same weekend. So Dick took off for Boris Lee. So anyway, De Valera was back on Monday, and Dick arrived back home and goes cross on Thursday. And she said to him at the door, she said, "It is amazing. De Valera could come back in two days from France." She says, "And it took you five days." She says uh, to come back from Boris Lee from Boris Lee. Oh, that's absolutely but, uh, brilliant. You know, he was one of those great characters. You know, and I remember writing a few lines and the opening few lines were uh, it's the 6th of November in the year of 92 I have a sad story to tell unto you it's about the man that we called the boss his name was Dick Ryan and he comes from Goals Cross oh, you know and another part of it was he, uh, he was a great character and a great sportsman no better in air on two feet ran some marvellous hounds he put through his hands no better was seen in these great lands uh, you'd always recognise him because he used to wear a jumper and pole a neck and he was a he, he used to love the old fag it'd be always two inches of <laughs> ashes hanging off of it and, and, and a couple of hearts. God, you have a great memory. You did all that with no notes. Yeah, I yeah. Wish I wish I could do remember, that. Yeah, well, I wrote the thing and the last few lines were, uh, we thank the Ryan family for what you have done, the courses you have lost and the courses you have won. Victory and defeat you have took in your stride. That is the truth. I have not lied. May that green sod of clonality lie gently tonight on a man who always enjoyed the fight, on a man who enjoyed the thrill of the chase there'll never be anyone to tie his lace ah, and now that you you have crossed that great line thanks for the memories the one and only Dick Ryan ah fair play. mighty <laughs> speaking of mighty men we lost poor old Michael Heffernan as well yeah. that's right Jeff yeah. I went to his funeral on just on Western TD <laughs> or a senator I say or a councillor I went to his funeral yeah. in uh, Duala last Saturday he was 100 years and uh, 4 months was he yeah he used yeah. to love step dancing and all of that you know and uh, a wonderful man he was and uh, of course uh, James De- uh, yeah James Devitt gave me the nod to know what I'd come a big over so over I went to him he says I want you he says to uh, take a tenner out of your pocket he says and be giving it to me now when Father Joe Egan he said is just finishing up the uh, burial so I was just giving it to him and Father Joe Egan passed by and he said I suppose Johnny he said that's a deposit you're giving him I said very good so yeah. then we had Jordan Dent to the horse and hound and uh, we met our way then of course ran to that wonderful pub in, in Killinall Johnny Kennedy's my first time in it you know and there I met wonderful characters but to meet Joe Dwyer 
he was a wonderful Tipperary hurler. Of course, I think he's an uncle of the great Bubbles, who was certainly one of the most stylist of hurlers that we have produced in sure. the last few years, yeah. you know. And uh, lo and behold, we got talking, and of course, we had run into each other, I'd say, maybe I'm 68 now, I suppose, the goods of 40 two or three years ago in a big interference match between Evan Moore, Creamries and uh, Chadwick's and the two of us conked out but I still had a dinge on my leg so I was delighted to show it to Joe but we spoke talking and having to crack in that and Joe uh, d- d- I discovered Joe is a deep fat fryer man like myself oh I'll tell you unbelievable of like mind I said to him uh, how is he looking oh he's looking brilliant I said to him Joe I said you will shine on you I said tis either the Guinness or the deep fat fryer he said tis a bit of both he said I just his words were I horses <laughs> I horses the, the, the stuff into the deep fat fryer he says and not a bothering not a, not a screech I'll tell you by his picture of health and we spoke about that big uh, Limerick hurler uh, there that was playing wing forward for Limerick Garot and mm. I know one thing. Mm. He might pass Joe once, but <laughs> definitely he'd be conked out a second time. <laughs> and either he was carried off or Joe was gone. But oh, uh, look, it is a wonderful uh, place up there as well, killing all. You know, uh, the Rabbits, yeah. I, I never, I, I suppose it's on account of the colours of the jersey. I think it's something to do with red breasts and that. Mm. But uh, it is a, a wonderful little place, killing all. You oh, know. That's great, yeah. I was in uh, Tullerone in uh, Kilkenny last night. I met some great people from the Commons from Ballingarry there. Oh, yeah, probably. friend. They uh, knew my father and my uncles and stuff. My God, above. And, and yeah. of course, friend, now, of course, Ireland is a wonderful country. Imagine mm. we're, let, we're letting off Eamon Ryan on his own. Yes. Out to some climate change. Yes. I mean, that's like putting a fox into mind the bloody chickens. How in the name of God... And he can in, sign us up to to whatever... Yeah, to sign us happening. up. Yeah. I mean, we've done that in 1922 and it caused a bloody civil war. <laughs> you know? But well, like, when we sent Collins over. Yeah. Really. I mean, like, they didn't agree with him then when he came back. And it's the same thing, like, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael can say what they like. They are part and parcel of the Greens. So mm. if you're criticising the Greens, you're criticising Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael as well because they're all the one. But I will say one thing about the farming community, friend, mm. and I do admire them for the way that they can stand up and fight their corner. Oh, yeah. And if everybody done the same thing, things might be an awful lot better in this country. Mm. I mean, to think that Eamon Ryan got the freedom of the airwaves to say that if you're burdened turf as such, you could be fined 13,000 13, and, and, and two years in prison mm. for burning a bloody sodded turf at the foot of the Celties or above it beside uh, the Devil's Beach. And at the same time, drugs are rampant in mm. every village, town and city in Ireland. And the girls now, they're, they're giving the girls permission or something to have a genuine word with a fella for using cocaine. You it's know, all gone mad, you think? The whole thing has gone... What are, you, what are you burning out on the... On the Fortney Road, I'm burning a bit of hash. <laughs> no, friend, I'm burning an old bit of... I, I burn a, a bit of turf if I can Do get you? my hands on it. And, 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 and I uh, hope it's from your own plot. <laughs> and a knob of coal and things like that. So we have to do it. Otherwise, as the fellow says, friend, the whole you, thing is you, up. You feel it. strongly about what's happening with the insurance companies. I mean, the oh, premiums do, yeah, have Frank, risen 16%, see. I think, and uh, claims have dropped 44%. Yeah, but you see, that's all, and that's brilliant. Mm. And it's brilliant that the awards are down in the courts and the whole lot. Mm. But at the end of the day, what good is it to me or you when we're insured in our houses or cows mm. or whatever the case well, may the be? The premiums have gone up. The whole thing has gone up. Mm. So, uh, look, it's the usual. The insurance companies are making fortunes. And until somebody stands up, I mean, like, you had an oil company during the week, BP, that it made something like £8.3 billion in the first uh, uh, six or seven months of the year. Eight pi- and they're only one oil company. Mm. 
So like somebody'd want to be getting up and saying stop. They're just giving them the run of the whole bloody show. Yeah, they need to say stop for the insurance companies as well. They've been riding roughshod over us all for, for, for so long indeed. That's right, Jack. Uh, thanks, Johnny. It says Dick Ryan, the greatest dog trainer ever, and to his wonderful wife, Nancy. And that comes up from Tommy uh, O'Foreman, who's listening to us uh, today as well. My God, so it's amazing. Go. Yeah, friend, I love thinking of the past, you know, uh, and that. They have a lovely uh, tribute to him when you're going through Goals Cross, friend, uh, for the Cashel. Now, you're going from Clonolty, mm. we we'll say, on a cro- up over the bridge in Goals Cross, and you're going then by a juicy joke. Moors there at the shop one time and then you had kidneys uh, the pub that's gone as well but uh, just as you pass there's an old handball alley there and you come to Dick Ryan's uh, house on the left hand side but there's a grand plaque up on the wall uh, and that and you there was wonderful writing on it but I was asked to write the last four lines of it I said when sportsmen gather they'll always acclaim the deeds of the men and their glorious names the deeds of the man with the pole and neck and cap Dick Ryan was the man who put Goals Cross on the map. <laughs> Is that on the plaque? Yeah, that's on the plaque, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, look, I was delighted, you know. But I suppose, friend, as we're talking about Dick Ryan and that, you know, I mean, like, you can picture the scene, like, we'll say, uh, the first four in the family born were four girls. Now, Mrs. Ryan told me this herself, the Lord of Mercy on Nancy. And there were four girls. And lo and behold, then, young Dick arrives on the scene. So old Dick was going off getting ready, going off to a greyhound meeting on Stevens's day and young Dick was there, he's about three years of age and uh, old Dick was gone through Borlehan and on to Duell and going heading for uh, uh, seven houses or some place and the next thing is uh, it suddenly dawned on him that he was after forgetting young Dick, his pride and joy. So back he went with the Morris Minor van and care, whatever it was, and uh, uh, to pick him up, and he put his arms around the young fellow, and he said, "Tuttn't do it to forget him, is it? The only dog pup in the litter. <laughs> <laughs> but that's oh, the character he was, you know. And, and that, so the do you, you want to have a word about Father Sean Sheehy and all the controversy during the week? I what, I what did you make of Look, friend, uh, to put us as people out to look, should who are we to criticise anyone? You know, I mean, it could be our own children, sons, daughters, whatever the yeah. case may be. And life goes on and it's not the end of the world. But like, that does things you, that you can say with respect mm. and things that you have to have respect for everybody out there. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be the holiest guy in the world. The, the, the Bible, I tried to read it a couple of times, but I got lost in, you get lost in it. Bear you, bear you, you bring 20 fags with you into the, the parlour in an old house and you sit down and read the Bible and no grandchildren or children around or no televisions, no nothing, and you're trying to get it in. 20 your... cigarettes with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to <laughs> While you're reading <laughs> you have but, to... You, but you are spiritual, Johnny. I mean, you... you oh, I do, you yeah. I, prayers, do. I consider it bad luck if I don't kneel down every night to say a couple of prayers because I have a funny feeling. You see, that if I won't do it, I'm myself convinced that I, that, uh, I could wake up dead. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying that's wrong. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not, I, I, know, you, you, I might you, wake up at all. That's what I mean. Wake up you, I mean, you couldn't wake up dead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I look. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, would you? Pray for my amazing, mother and uh, grandfathers and grandmothers and the mother-in-law who supplied me with her daughter and the father-in-law and all that kind of thing. I bring them all in. So you think of them all? I well, I do. When I'm thinking of the father-in-law, mother-in-law, I said, Jesus, we have mercy on him. <laughs> 
All right, Johnny. Are you heading for a public house over the weekend? Uh, I probably look. I, I, I could be in Tullis tonight. I think I've a big evening enough. I have to bring a, a lady to the station in the junction. Then I have to uh, bring Lucy, my granddaughter, up to Dundrum for uh, the athletics on a Friday night. It's our first night oh, up yeah. there. We're only entering now because we think she can run. Uh, I think she's fairly handy at the running. So I just want to be uh, say that my mind is right about her. And uh, then I'll head for Tullis. Uh, there's not a bit of a charity night on in Noel Ryan's pub in Tullis oh, so I have to go there as well so Mighty stuff so I, I, the I, I have a bloody uh, busy weekend of course the county board draws on in Denzies in Rose Green and since I uh, lost my phone I got back then I lost about 60 numbers and if he's listening Tim Floyd I've lost your number and I've no <laughs> Tim Floyd now is jumping up and down <laughs> yeah. with Lee and I've saying. lost an S load thanks more for the guardian uh, and that's I've to try well I'll tell you what I'll, I'll give you Tim Floyd's number <laughs> <laughs> and of course we have a new CEO in Tipperary now uh, yeah. we're running the second or third county in Ireland uh, I can't think of his name he's from Lockmore Casalini and the very best of luck to him I think he takes over from Tim Floyd and that who has done, I don't care what Mighty anybody work. says, joking aside, marvellous service in Tipperary. That's for you know, for, uh, absolutely, absolutely yeah. top class. And he's so put up with you name checking him every single yeah, week. Oh, Christ, so, yeah, he's one of the all time greats, you know. So, somebody saying, I agree with uh, Mr. Luby this morning. There's Posh, you know, honesty is the uh, honesty is the government trying to get rid of everything that makes us Irish banning turf, paying farmers to cull suckling. Uh, cows reduced livestock opening uh, electricity so high and uh, the fabulous butchers in Bursley forced to close down in uh, turn uh, threatening the heart of country communities I'd vote for Mr Luby to run for office well yeah I, I'd go as independent you would know you? I would yes I'm certainly thinking of doing it you know and just maybe uh, I'd be up front I never know it. when you're serious or not yeah I am yeah like we'd say I, I, I'd have to free travel to go to Dublin so I wouldn't be costing the people uh, uh, anything in expenses and I presume that and I'm not saying that they're not entitled to it but I presume the TDs the expenses went up and the senators and everybody else oh, uh, since the price of diesel went up you know and I can't understand like that's a small thing I can't understand like if you have a job uh, teaching in Dublin Mm. and you're living in uh, Tullus, yes. you get to train up every morning and it costs you a few pounds. Mm-hmm. So if your job is in Dublin, that's it. And That's is, your own problem. Like yeah, is to, the yeah. TD's job not in Dublin as well? Should they not be, or sh- should they be getting expenses to go to Dublin? No. Why? Because that's but their the, work. But I, I don't get expenses but the teachers, here. The teachers, their work is in Dublin as well and they have to pay their know, 20 yeah. or 25 euro. I know. I must, I must see... And the TD's got expenses even during COVID. <laughs> oh, when nobody was doing anything. Will you stop? Will you stop? Anyway. I'll tell you, listen, I better... I don't know. Be is, off. Is there any pub open out there? I could have a quick pint. <laughs> a terrible quick pint in. Let, yeah. it, let us know. 083 Finally, Mrs. Liam Quirk outside there in near Clarehan. Mm. We've lost the number the whole lot. But myself, I better word English phrases right. Catherine and I, we shall be down some morning during the week for the lovely brown bread. Friend, homemade brown oh, bread. Oh, sounds gorgeous. Well, you know, and around, uh, like, what do they call it? The round squares. Yeah, with the cross on there. That's right. Oh, unbelievable. Well, now, Nancy Ryan was the greatest of all for, me, for making them for the greyhounds. Imagine giving them to the greyhounds. Lovely brown, brown bread. bread to yeah. the greyhounds? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm though? serious about it. Just yeah. Dick's wife, Nancy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Good luck, John. I know you wouldn't feed a greyhound like that, would you? <laughs> right, Frank. Good luck, Johnny. Good luck, Bye bye. The great Johnny Louie. We'll take a break. Back in a moment. 
Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. 